Hi guys, here we are, MMA UK News, Stoomboy, as always, MMA UK BJJ show. So, talking about SGI 10, SGI 10 is going to be Saturday the 7th of May, it's going to be at the usual place, Mary Hill Community Hall in Glasgow. Now, what about different this event? It's going to be pay-per-view at this one. So, obviously, Dylan's been on SGI before, I'd say, unfortunately, there was no pay-per-view at that time, but... Now, SGI 10, we're going to have that pay-per-view, which is going to be awesome. It's going to put the fighters out there in front of all our eyes, which which is always a great thing. We always want to see these fighters in front of as many people as possible. So, pay-per-view this time. Anybody that wants to get pay-per-view, head over to Scottish Grappling. Make sure you do get it. £10 for this card and have a look at Scottish Grab when you'll be able to see the card already. It is unbelievable card. So um anybody that is going to be at the event, tickets are available again through the Scottish Grappling page and it will take you directly through to their booking system where you will be able to get your tickets there. It's going to be an awesome event. It's going to be commentators obviously yours truly going to be one of the commentators. We're going to have like a special guest commentator with me as well. And there's also going to be fighters coming out to their own music and stuff like that, which is always great. We always love the fighters coming out to something that gets them pumped up and ready to go just before they step onto the match. Now, my next guest, obviously, he's a regular on the show. We absolutely love seeing him. We love seeing him out there and putting on a show. So, Dylan Nooney, Team Torres Nuri. Um, Dylan's going to be up against Miguel Alvarez of Team Drake. So, obviously, one of Ashley Williams' the, um, fighters. Obviously, moved down from Scotland, down to, um, obviously, Wales. Uh, and, obviously, trained with Ash. Uh, Dylan, you've been on the same card as Miguel before. Um, so, it's going to be a great matchup between the two of you. Yeah, definitely. Um, me and Miguel were actually originally, I believe, matched up for the last SGI. Um, I'm not sure what happened there before. I was actually matched with Cal Eleanor. It was actually originally Miguel Alvarez. I was getting ready for. So, yeah, um, definitely. I think just there was only a matter of time. Same weight class, same belt. So, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Two great grapplers. I mean, obviously, we know we know the caliber of you. I mean, you're absolutely fantastic to watch. Um, very, very entertaining, very technical. You're fast, you move quickly. Um, and obviously, Miguel, very, very similar. Um, so, two very evenly matched grapplers. Yeah. Um, I actually fought Miguel a couple of months ago at a, I think it was an All-Stars competition. I got a I got a win on points, but I know it's going to be different because that was a gay match, and I I know Miguel's primarily a no gi leg lock guy, so I am expecting I am expecting a better match, and it was like it was a razor close match between us in the gi, so I'm expecting like to be more Miguel's element this time, so that's why I'm anticipating like a tough match, so I'm looking forward to it. Listen, he must be, he's got to be sitting there saying the same thing about you because, as I said, you're definitely a, a tough match for anybody at all. We obviously saw your your wars with Cal Ellen or Cal Pacino, um, uh, and they were a couple of absolutely fantastic matches you had. Thank you. Um, yeah, um, I know he, I know he wins. I know he wins a lot of competitions locally. Like I seen, like he consistently wins gold, especially a lot of like advanced divisions. So. I know it's, I know it's another tough matchup. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, 
It's going to be great. We always love seeing you in Scotland as well. As I said, uh, anytime you're over, as I said, we always love having you over. Always love seeing you. And you're always smiling like you're doing at the moment. You're always happy. You're always enjoying yourself. As I say, you, you never look like... You, you know you go to some comps and you look at people and you you can tell they're nervous. You can tell they're, they're maybe not enjoying yeah. being there, whereas you're the complete opposite. Usually... I, I always point it out to people just I just try to do anything to sort of just like relax like oftentimes like for that last one at Grapple Kings I, I had like a Nintendo DS that I was playing like an hour before but it's so strange you can see everybody's just there's certain people that you can tell they're extremely nervous because they go about with this like this yeah, yeah. and everybody walking past I'm like mate you're an ultra heavyweight white belt I'm not even in your division what do you, what do you mean mugging me for like but I just it's the same with like people from people like from my team. We're all just sort of the same. Like it's yeah, yeah. It just comes off like a sign of nerves more than anything. But even not just our gym, but you can sort of tell in general, guys. Like I've even like been on cards of like guys from Team Drag before, and you could just see like they're just calm and relaxed and. Yeah, it's they're the ones that you really need to worry about. I find <laughs> it reminds me of a story. I don't know if you've heard this story, but Henzo Gracie years ago was on Pride. Obviously, I think he was over in Japan, and they were all, all the fighters were all sitting in the back, and I think they were waiting to go in and get weighed in, or they were waiting to do something. And Henzo Gracie was sitting there, and he looked at one fighter, and one fighter was saying, "Oh, I wish I was at home with the family." doing this, doing that, and then somebody else said, I wish I was home playing the PlayStation, and they all looked at Henzo, and Henzo was like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? There is no place I would rather be than here right now. We're going to be going out and fighting soon, so, so it reminds me of that same story. Obviously, you similar mentality. It's just, every time I sort of go to compete, 99% of the time, there's still a wee bit of an element too of like mm, what I like to be in the bed right now, but I just get the adrenaline going through me away. But and I'm just kind of like, this is what living really is. At least to me, it was just like ten years ago, I never would have thought that I would have been doing this. So it's, I'm just grateful every time. It's like, oh boy, they're like, this is this is another story that I'm going to tell my grandchildren one day. And I just, I just love making memories through the sport. There's one place as well. I mean, anybody that's ever competed or stepped foot on a jujitsu mat, we feel free. If you you'll know what I'm talking about when you you feel free, nothing matters. Nothing matters that yeah. hour that you spend on the mat, or if you're in competition, that five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten minutes that you're on the mat. Nothing else matters other than that moment right there. Yeah, it's just I I find now that as nervous as I get before. Yeah. Literally, the thing that I've noticed over the past like year or two, as soon as the referee says "come back," it's it's over. Like that's just the nerves are gone immediately, and it's just like I'm back in the gym rolling. And it's just yeah. very, I find it very therapeutic too. It's it's great. It's great. I love it. Yeah, yeah. We must be crazy, Dylan. Because <laughs> anybody, I don't know about you, but anybody I talk to, when you tell them what you do, um, and they say, "Okay, what do you do in jujitsu?" I mean, is it? And they always do. The karate moves, do you do this kind of stuff in your life? Yeah. Nah, nah. But then you explain to them, we choke each other for, for fun. We we try and rip each other's arms off, or feet off, legs off, and they're like, how is that enjoyable? 
and you're like, well, unless you're doing it, you'll never know. Yeah, it's... I find you don't get that as much since, like, the UFC blew up, but then you just get, oh, well, do you do that McGregor stuff, do you? And it's like, no, 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 I don't. Um, yeah. I find that McGregor stuff, there's something seriously gone wrong with me of how I'm doing a jiu-jitsu match, but... Um, I can feel like most people have a good solid understanding because like, yeah. obviously guys like Khabib just getting that big in the UFC, I feel like there's some very high profile grapplers now, so people are a bit more familiar with it. Yeah. It definitely got, it's definitely a lot far cry from when I from when my aunt thought I was doing like WWE stuff. So <laughs> better than that anyway, <laughs> to say the least. Listen, it depends, man. There could be some WWE stuff going on in the gym. So I have seen a couple of rock bottoms. I've seen a couple of RKOs. Um, it does happen. Somehow I think if I were to dish out a people's elbow, though, I might get a DQ at SGI. So I'll have to stick that in the back burner for now. Definitely, definitely. And then what about SGI 10 then? So as I said, you've been on before. We've saw you on SGI. We absolutely love seeing you. How did you find out that you were going to be on SGI 10? Well, I applied as soon as um, as soon as I got the chance. Uh, James put out the applications for anyone who was willing, and I actually got. It's actually a wee bit of a funny story. I got the word that I was doing it. Um, I think about a month ago, the same day, my university exam timetable comes out, and sure enough, they've decided. Wouldn't it be great to have a Saturday exam? the morning of SGI. So there is me thinking, I literally had a message saying to James, to literally just give me an exam the morning of. Right as I was about to send the message, I realized, oh, it's an online exam. So I very nearly was not able to go because of that one misunderstanding. But I was just, as soon as I realized that, I was like, right, okay, chill. I'm actually on the show. So, yeah. And then you was up against Miguel. Um, as I said, I'd fought him a couple of months before and I actually fought someone from his gym at an event a couple of months ago, Jamie Dix. Um, Brian Belt, very, very good. And I felt like put up a decent match against him. So I was, I was excited because I know like he's sort of fairly well known. And yeah, just, I'm just glad to be back on again, honestly. Just looking forward to it. So are you doing the exam in the morning of? Yep. Um, I've got... I, I actually I booked my Airbnb yesterday and I remember texting the one I was like is there super reliable Wi-Fi because this is uh, it's like 40% of one of my modules but she works from home full time so I presume there's no issues so that's that's a good thing about SGI is sort of like late in the evening like yeah. the way the cards go I'll not be fighting till that night and the exam's at 10 o'clock that morning and the cool thing is I can just no matter no matter how subpar the exam may go, to put it bluntly, um, I'll be putting it on my mind straight away after because we're like, right, I have to go fight. So uh, there's better ways to sort of decompress after an exam, I think, but uh, yeah. it works for me. <laughs> That's awesome because obviously you'll have guys who'll be uh, preparing, they'll be getting ready, there'll be obviously some guys will be making weight on the day as well. Um, some will be doing it the day before, and here's you, ten o'clock Saturday morning, doing an exam <laughs> before. Oh, the, the I, I, I would much rather be cutting weight. See the stuff we're doing. It's just like, oh no, no. it's just that. Uh, it's just going to be a cramming session, but it's just 
you know what, at least it'll be done after. It's just like, right, now I'd actually go and worry about someone trying to choke me out or stretch my limbs. The easier of the two things that day <laughs> in my eyes. But honestly, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. I cannot wait. Nice. And then, obviously, we saw you uh, you're over at Gra- down at Grapple Industries, obviously, at the weekend there. Come away with a silver medal, got a couple of wins as well, so uh, which yeah. is unbelievable. Um, you, what is it you're going to be doing? I know you mentioned, obviously, you want to be doing a couple of other grappling industries, but anything else that you've got planned for the year, Dylan? Um, end of May, I want to do the AJP tour in Madrid because university's ending and I'm getting back to property training full-time now, a bit more recently, so... Um, that's just why I was honestly glad to get doing grappling industries last weekend. Just get a rake of matches, start getting that experience back, just getting the flow. So I want to do that at the end of May. Um, I'm trying to think there's something. I think I'm going to be on Victory Grappling again in June. Um, and there's a few Northern Irish competitions in I'd But honestly, I'm just, I'm just keeping my eye out because there's so many. Oh, there's actually, um, Intergrapple, I think I'm going to be on in July, hopefully. I'm looking for a match now in Nottingham. But honestly, I'm just keeping my eye on Instagram because there's so many different promotions coming up now. Just That's quite a even, few. Yeah, even just like in random places, just like, oh, there's a sub-only show. Compare that to like a few years ago. When I started, it was a big deal to have a blue belt division at a local competition. I was like, oh, they're the blue belts. You don't mess with them. And now it's just like there's giant 25 cards. It's it's great to see. So I'm sure I'll be doing a rake of them for long. Yeah. That was the thing. I mean, you, a few years ago, whenever you seen like sub-invitationals, it was usually super fights. It was super fights yeah. between black belts or like high-level brown belts and stuff like that. Whereas now, obviously, you're seeing all these events coming up and you've got blue belts, purples, uh, and so on and so on. And it's given a lot of younger people as well um like say yourself obviously the chance to get out there and obviously build your name up and things like that which is which i'd say it was unheard of a few years ago only just before lockdown it would have been unheard of really so um so it's awesome to see more and more of these events are popping up everywhere oh definitely um a goal i do have to say that i do want to do i'd like to get doing one or two in america yeah. Hopefully soon. I would there's even if it's like a pre match room, I would love like a submission underground match or something like that. Just yeah. uh for one to just have Chael Sonnen comment them on the match. I think it'd just be like a bucket <laughs> list thing for me. But just in general, I'm keeping my eye like I've got some family in New York and stuff, so I'm just gonna be like, hmm, is there any fight to wins or something? Because just just looking to get get, a, get abroad, just hopefully like compete against yeah. some American lads would be good. That's yeah. what I want to do. Well, listen, you're not going to have Chael Sonnen commentating on your match, but you're going to have the next best thing, Stoomboy, <laughs> commentating on your match at SDN. Just as good. <laughs> <laughs> and then, final thing for you then, Dylan. So, as I say, we, me and you speak regularly. We, as I say, always love chatting with you. As I say, you're always up the chat, which is absolutely brilliant. Uh, but anybody you want to shout out to. So, the usual, your friends, family members, teammates, things like that. Um, mainly my coach Sebastian Torres. Um, first and foremost, he's just been even throughout like a sort of fairly hectic period, just trying to get things a bit more balanced with university and work and stuff. He's just been kind of good at sort of sort of calming me down and just sort of giving me sort of the right things to do. Um, my main training partner, Mark Cartmill. Um, 
he's actually won an Owen MMA now and he's going to be fighting again in June. So you'll probably be you'll probably be hearing more of him and the MMA side of things yourself very soon. Um, also, like extremely good jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Chris Jelf, David Patton, my other two main training partners, Gary Keenan and mother jiu-jitsu coaches, Eddie Salisbury, uh, Andrew McGahan, and just my girlfriend, uh, my friends, just thanks for putting up with me. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Listen, as I always love chatting with you. Always love seeing you on the match as well, Dylan. As I say, you, you've got the, the passion, do you know what I mean? You've got the technique. Uh, you're young, you're quick. You're everything that I hate. I, I hate young people. <laughs> so Because I'm an old guy now. <laughs> I don't feel quick when I'm doing it. I feel like I'm about to throw up. I'm glad it doesn't look that way on the outside. <laughs> no, you're always awesome. Always come. You always put on a show, which which is why we love having you over. We, we love having you over all the time. So um, so there we go, guys. We're going to have Dylan Nooney, Team Torres of Newry, up against Miguel Alvarez, Team Drag. Uh, I said Dylan has a win over Miguel, so obviously this one's going to be interesting. Uh, so Saturday, May the 7th, uh, going to be Mary Hill Community Halls, SGI 10. So get your tickets from the Scottish Grappling page. And if you can't make the event, pay-per-view is available this time. So as I said, we're going to have commentators, fight music. guys. These guys are going to walk out to their own music, which is always great because that's what gets the adrenaline going, gets the crowd pumping. Um, so it's going to be an awesome night. But Dylan, always a pleasure, buddy, to speak to you. Thanks very much, Stuart. Um, see you there at the event. Cannot wait. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you again. We'll see you soon, buddy. All right? See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.